It's time once again for another chapter of The Rich Heart Show, broadcasting live around the world from the Pro Business Channel Studios in Atlanta. And now, please welcome your host, international business dynamics coach, real estate broker, and wealth finance and people consultant, Rich Hart. Hey, 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 welcome to another show. Hey, it's just a, we're going to have some very, very exciting guests here today. Hey, we're going to be talking about the topic of the key of leadership belief as spiritual business development leaders and about these leaders in a fragmented and diverse environment today. My guest with us today is Mr. Mike Lynch, senior pastor of North Star Church in Kennesaw, Georgia, where he's been on staff since in the start of the church and went 21 years, all right, and co-founder of North Star Church, Mike and his family, Ann, already, uh, have married, been 26 years, which is super, and they have two children, 24, 21. I got to mention, got to say, hey, Casey, all right, hey, Mary, Michael, how are you guys doing out there? Mike, welcome to the show. Man, Rich, it is an honor to be on here and excited for what you've got going and all the lives you're impacting through the Rich Heart Show. It's crazy. You know, Mike, um, you have made an impact in my life, all right, for so many years, all right? Uh, I am a participant. I am a follower. I am a, uh, an individual involved in North Star. I've been for years. And I said, I want to thank you very much, one, first of all, for that. Thank okay? you. And, of course, the folks in the room, all right, you can see right. without a doubt, okay? But, Mike, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us, well, who's Mike Lynch? Yeah. Great, great question, Rich. Uh, trying to figure that out. So I'm on, the, I'm on the journey of figuring it out. So I'm 49 years old. So Super. I got one more year to get that deal down. Love it. No, I, I would say that, uh, man, I'm a guy who loves people. Good. And I want to say I believe that God has a best for people. Right. And so when I felt like he called me to do ministry, I felt like it was a calling to help people find what God had for them. Good. So I would say it's been a mission that I've been on all these years. I love it. I love it. Love it. All right, without a doubt. And, you know, as we start to look at today, already, and I know there's a tremendous amount of program emphasis put in your world about leadership. Yes. All right, and today's business leaders, uh, what North Star has actually done for the surrounding communities. All right, and I can actually say it's Ackworth and Kennesaw. That's all right, right, but I can also say it's global. All right, because the way you reach people, you reach people, reaching people across the globe, all right, with your message and what the church's mission is all about. Okay. And, you know, so today we, we're going to be talking about this spiritual leadership, all right, and what's behind it uh, when it comes to reinforcing this quote unquote belief system. All right. So, Mike, tell me about spiritual leadership yeah. and your goals, your missions, the things themselves you're focusing on today. Absolutely. And leadership's a hot topic. I mean, in business leaders, in coaching, in athletics, in schools, everybody wants to learn leadership. And you have tons of different definitions of leadership. Of course, John Maxwell would say leadership is influence. And right. I totally agree. Sure. We believe spiritual leadership is not moving people onto your agenda. So many times in leadership, we're about getting people from where they are to follow us. Right. We believe spiritual leadership is when we move people from where they are onto God's agenda for their lives because we believe that God has an agenda. He has something for them. Our goal as a spiritual leader, whether you're a CEO, whether you're a real estate broker, right. whether you are in a classroom, is taking people from where they are to where God wants them to be. <laughs> Moving the world just one person at That's a time. That's right. One person at a time. <laughs> Without a doubt. You know, Mike, we've, we've had several conversations, online, offline, ourselves. We talk about this servant leader. 
Yeah. All right. And today's servant leader. All right. Your definition of today's servant leader. Yeah. Great. So I was interviewing Andy Stanley a couple months ago, and Andy's a, is one of the great thought leaders out right. there in the area of leadership right now. And I ask Andy that question: How does a person become a servant leader? Because I think everybody wants to. I don't think anybody wants to be self-serving. I think everybody wants to serve. I ask Andy, how do you do that? And he said, if you can go into every day and ask this question, how can I help you? Right. How can I help make you better? How can I help make this environment better? We stay on the track of being a servant leader because we have a choice. Either they are serving us or we are serving them. Exactly. But we get a choice every day. You, you can't beat that. You know, and there's also that level of engagement. That's right. We talk about from today's leaders, okay? And some of themselves are extremely engaged, okay? Unfortunately, we lost all right, a, a very, very, very powerful leader. That's correct. Okay? Without and, and his mission, all right, and what he has done over the many, many years. And when we start talking about this level of engagement in today's leaders, what's missing? All right, there, there's definitely something missing somewhere along the lines, all right? Uh, your job as a senior pastor, okay, I worship the shoes you walk in, okay. without a doubt, because of the fact itself, you have people pulling from all directions, right? Okay? So tell me about your leadership, yeah. okay, as that servant leader. Well, I, I believe everybody has a purpose. Right. So therefore, my job is to help guide them to that purpose. Good. Number one, I believe that God has a purpose for us to have a relationship for him. Right. Once we have that relationship in him, he has a purpose for how we use our influence. Sure. And really, spiritual leadership comes down to how we use the influence and the platform we've been given to make a difference, not for ourselves, but for something bigger. So my job as a senior pastor is to take what I believe is the greatest playbook of life, the Bible. It has every aspect of leadership in it. And to unpack those in a way people can get and then they can use on Mondays. That's huge. Hopefully they can carry it with them for the rest of the week. That's correct. All right, which is huge. You know, Mike, uh, just listening to uh, just the past weekend, okay, you had mentioned three things out that you were talking about. We were talking about prayer. Yep. And we were talking about faithful and being faithful, being obedient, and being trusting. Yes. All right. And those things. How do those play in those three particular areas in today's leader? Yeah. Well, people that are faithful are people that are faithful to that call that's been placed on their lives. It's easier, and you know this as well as anybody, it's always easier to take the shortcut than it is the long way. Even though we know the the best way may be the, the longest route, right. we like shortcuts. We want to get there. <laughs> Fast we want to get there a little quicker. We, we Listen, <laughs> I don't like to wait, don't like to sit in traffic. So I will shortcut my leadership. Sure. People that are faithful are people that build things that last. Sure. And so I believe a spiritual leader is a faithful leader. And I believe that if you are going to be the person that God's called you to be in the environment you've been put in, you'll be faithful to that calling. Second, you'll be obedient to what you feel your role is. Your goal in life wasn't Billy Graham's goal That's or right. John Maxwell's goal. You've got a different calling. Exactly. Same things, but they, they intersect different. Our job is to be obedient. But at the end of the day, it's to trust that there's something out there bigger than us. And we're working. The people to me that I've met in this life that have made the biggest mark are the people that trust that they are working for something bigger than them because it drives yeah, them exactly. and it keeps them moving. And when they want to give out of gas and they want to quit the journey, they go, 
man, I can't. That's right. I'm working for something bigger than me. There's a purpose bigger for me. So I'm going to keep pushing through this trial, pushing through this adversity. Right, exactly. And you know, when we talk about that, it's also the relationship. The relationship one, you as. That's correct. Right, in the position. And, and, and oftentimes I talk about leadership and leadership um, in that particular case. Or actually, if I go into the relationship first, relationship abounds by trust, friendship, and communications. Correct. Okay, which are the three leading holding ground points themselves for, for relationships. But when we start to talk about leadership, leadership is, is strength, confidence, and a desire mm-hmm. to want to lead and to want to take a long term. We One of our previous shows, we were talking about um, the individuals themselves and how they uh, continue to grow in what they do, already, their behaviors and, and as a behavior from a leadership standpoint. And we said, it was funny, we were talking with commenters that, you know, if for individuals themselves every year, they go and they get a gym membership. Mm-hmm. They get the gym membership itself and they have greatest of attentions, okay? But it's the execution that's, uh, that's lacked. And what happens in the back end, it says yeah, that's greatest intentions to get this gym membership, all right? But in fact, the self, they don't exercise it. Right. Already. And you have to understand that that's a long term. That's a, that's a process that's going to take a period of time, all right? And so it's same thing in our faith and leadership. That's correct. All right? It's going to take a period of time or it's not something we can just, what? Turn on on Sunday. That's right. All righty. And then turn it off on Monday and pick it back up again on Sunday. That's correct. Yeah, it is developed. And it's developed through trials. It's developed through strengths, knowing your your behavioral style, knowing how God hardwired you, put you together. We aren't all meant to be the same. Mm -hmm. He created us unique. (laughs) So the more unique we can be and living out that purpose that we've got, the better off we're going to be. Sure, without a doubt. You know, and I know as from a standpoint of leaders and today is that we deal with a lot of different uh, challenges yep. without it else. We could coin them as being adversities. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can tell you I've had my share of adversities in my life mm-hmm. and I'm sure you have too as well without Absolutely. a doubt. All right. But adversity is just one of those things of dealing with the dark times um, that if these church walls could talk, <laughs> okay, <laughs> Imagine they would cuss. What? I think most of the time, so that's a fact. That's a fact. But I mean, what is it? I mean, adversity as leaders, I, I think that's probably one of the hardest yeah. items to overcome, work to achieve, to develop, to help extinguish already adversities. How do you, as a leader in the church, yeah, or deal with the adversity? Well, I know that it's not the end. You know, there, there's a there's a great little phrase in Scripture, and the Scripture uh, passage is, this too shall pass. We're not going to live in it forever. It's a right. season. But there is not a leader worth their salt that would tell you they have become who they've become, that they weren't shaped by adversity. Right. Adversity shapes our leadership. And, and the crazy part about it is we can't unwind it. If we didn't go through the hardest time, we wouldn't be who we are. It brought about the best thing, but if you take away the hardest time, we wouldn't be where we are, and we wouldn't have what we have. So we can't look at adversity as a bad teacher. No, Adversity is the best teacher, and we just don't want it. None of us would choose it. No. But it's what we all go through. It's, you know, at adversity itself, what I pointed out there is the challenges, choice, and decision one makes. That's right. Okay, And uh, you're going to have a certain leadership quality in order to what? overcome that level of adversity. That's correct. Uh, And we've all walked through dark times and crazy times. What can you say, all right, from the individuals themselves and leaders, and they're they're taking on leadership roles and leadership positions today, how do we deal 
with this level of adversity. Yeah. Number one, know you're not alone. Right. I think that the easiest thing when you're going through adversity, you feel very isolated. Right. You feel very, man, nobody else out there understands. Listen, everybody's been through it. Number one, know you're right. not alone. Number two, know there's a purpose behind it. Sure. There's a purpose in that pain. There is good that's going to come out of that pain. This morning I sat in my office with a young lady who lost her husband at 28 years old. Hmm. Listen, that's a pain that makes any adversity I've been through pale in comparison. Right. But pain is never hollow. It's never by itself. It's going to bring good if we'll stick it out long enough. Right. Third, lean in on the only one who can do something about it. Sure. And that's somebody bigger than you. Oh, I believe it's a relationship with Christ. Yeah. But lean in on something. So if you if you understand it's going to pass and you're not alone, you Understand there's a purpose behind it, and you can lean in. You can make it. The only people that don't get through adversity right. are the people that wave the white flag and go, I'm out. I, I can't I can't make it. And yeah. many times it was just before the break. Sure. It was just before the break. Yep. Yeah, it's fine. Probably North Star's had the level of adversity. Individuals themselves always have the level of adversity. Already, everybody has been and taken that spiritual walk has always gotten some form yes. of adversity in what they do. Okay, you as uh, as a leader, all right, North Star, already as a church. Okay, you guys done a tremendous amount of work of reaching out to communities. All right, your doors are always open. Okay, does that make it hard? Does that make it difficult? Does that make it challenging? Okay, because we're saying adversity is the, is the challenges, yeah. choices, yeah. decisions out there you have to make. And there's good, the world, the environment, everything is changing all the time. Right. All right. And, and to, to having to deal with this, all right, you've got a great team of people up there. Correct. Doubt, 100% through and through. All right. But tell me how and what is the next step, all right, from a church, all right, from what you do. All right. You're 21 years in. Yeah. Okay. What does the next 10 years look like for you? Well, the next 10 years are helping more people find that purpose they were created for. You know, we said at our 20-year anniversary, we want to help 10,000 people over the next five years. We want to influence them to take their next step towards Christ. And the reason for that is I believe it's the only way people will find peace in this world. They'll find purpose in this world. So that's what our next 10 years are for. Are there times and have there been times we wanted to quit? You bet you there were. And and there were some Sunday mornings that I woke up and looked at Ann and said, I don't want to go to church today. And she said, you have to speak. And I'm like, you're right. I'll right? be there. And so, Call Rich. Been, yeah, that's exactly right. Been there, been there, done that. And listen, got the T-shirts. And they yeah, aren't right. fun. Sure. I would never want to relive it again. But yeah. they keep you going. And more adversities to come. Sure. We understand that. But we also understand good days are to come. So So, our next 10 years, man, it's helping more people find that purpose they were created for. Can't beat that. That's super, super. Hey, today on the Rich Rock Show, we're talking with Mike Lynch, senior pastor in Oslo Church, who hosts podcasts, all right, called Lynch with a Leader. All right. And on top of that, if you want to reach Mike, it's Mike, uh, Mike Lynch dash Twitter. Okay. At Mike Lynch dash Twitter. Uh, your uh, website is northstarchurch.org. I uh, want to reach out to Mike. It's Mike Lynch, M I K E L I N C H dot com. You can also reach him out there at 770 420 9808. You know, Mike, I says, we start, and I'm looking at this, and I'm saying, Lynch 
with a leader. Yeah. What is that? That is dynamite. All right. I, I, I say, you know, we, we did a, um, a uh, Valentine show. All yeah. Right? And the Valentine show itself, we said it was Casanova and Hart, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite, a, that was my so favorite nice. episode, by the way. Pretty cool show. All right? <laughs> that is, uh, that's pretty nice. But, Mike, let's, before we dive yeah. into it, let's, yeah. let's talk about Lynch with a yeah. Leader again, what you've recently done so far. Man, it has been, Rich, it's been a blast. There is a level of interest in spiritual things in the in the marketplace like I've never seen. Good. Uh, two years ago, I started a thing and went to a group of guys and said, and these guys don't attend our church, said, would you love to learn about spiritual leadership? And I signed up a full group. Right. And it began to, I began to think, okay, there's an interest out there because here's the deal. Most people don't do what I do. Right? They have normal jobs <laughs> and they're not the, the token, you know, they're not the token guy in the family who's <laughs> going to pray at Thanksgiving and Christmas because that's a job. So um, they actually have real jobs. And so, but, but they, they want to know that their real job can matter. Right. Whether they're a professional baseball manager a NFL tight end, an anchor on a broadcast. Right. They can be a spiritual leader in the environment. And so I contacted a group of friends uh, that I've met throughout the years, from Shannon Bream at Fox News to Trey Burton with the Eagles to um, a guy named James Trapp that works for the NFL right. to Andy Stanley and Jeff Henderson and, and great thought leaders, Sam Chand, great thought leaders out there, and asked the question, would you mind sharing your story of how you've learned to be a, a spiritual leader in the environment you've been put in? And every one of them said, absolutely. Good. And so we started the, the, uh, the show Lynch with a Leader, and it's all about spiritual leadership. And the goal is, if you could sit down with one of America's greatest leaders, right. what are the questions you would want to ask them? And that's what we do. I ask the selfish questions for me, and other people get to listen in. So it's a great deal, man. You really like what to do. Yeah. What size shoe do you have? You yeah, know? yeah. I have not gotten into the shoe size. I might need to go that direction. I don't know. If that'll get more listeners, Rich, I'm I'm all in. I'm all in. But we talk about Lynch with a a leader out there, and we talk about your direction, your mission, your meaning. All right? And, of course, that constantly changes. Goals and objectives change. We say that it's on a flexible kind of white space board all the time. What's I mean? What was the whole intention? All right, with Lynch with a leader. Yeah, and what you're doing, the mission, the man. The, the intention was to let people know you can lead spiritually in any environment you choose to. You, you reverend in front of your name right. has nothing to do with influence. In there fact, you know. I would say your influence for the Lord could be greater when it's not in front of your name, right? Because people don't expect to see a spiritual leader at a real estate office <laughs> or at a school or. In a boardroom, they don't don't expect to see it in an NFL locker room or in a in a Tony Beasley that was on last month. They don't expect to see it in a major league clubhouse. But that topic of conversation, already is often held back. Absolutely, it is without a doubt. Why is that so though? You know, we have individuals themselves that are they're running on the edge. Yeah, are what they do. All right, they're following every day. They're they're faithful in, in, in their prayer. They're yep. faithful in what they do with their church. They contribute. They they do everything they possibly can, but they're still not outspoken about it. Right. I think I think Rich people don't want to make off that they are better than anyone else because of what they believe. So right. they say nothing. The sad part is what they don't say could unlock the greatest potential in the people that need to hear it the most. Amazing. And and when they begin to live that way, they could be the leader that God really created them to be. And what we find is in the in these guys that are out there in the marketplace 
when they find that slide and they find that lane, they find their purpose. And all of a sudden, they loved doing what they're doing. Right, yeah, exactly. Now they want to do it even more. So I think if we live like Christ, and so if we do, Scripture would say we have love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and gentleness and faithfulness and self-control. Who doesn't want to work for that kind of leader? Good thing, because I didn't want you to take off your shoes on that one. You're no, I know, man. I know. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Without a doubt. All right. But, I mean, I think it's so so very true to me. Yeah. All right. And it, there's, it, there's a greater calling. There's a greater opportunity. Okay. And, you know, we, we talk about the numbers of individuals themselves, even the surrounding area. All right, that are not participating or that are not going to church yep. or, or, or not doing their part or contributing on the level itself that the Lord tells us we mm-hmm. need to contribute to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'll tell you, we could, do, we could be doing so oh, much more. Unbelievable. All right? And that's the question I want to ask you. I mean, what have you done so far? I mean, Ackworth and, and Kennesaw, all right, your areas, yeah. have turned upside down. Yeah. Tremendous amount of community outreach, community programs, not only what Casey's doing right yeah. now, okay, but what your whole team is doing. That's right. All right, from really reaching out to different types of groups, all right, whether they be high school, whether they be in middle school, yep. all right, whether it be college level, all right, different types of groups. Tell me about your community outreach. Yeah. From North Star's wife. Yeah. Absolutely. We believe we were sent there to serve our community. We believe people don't care how much you know till they know how much you care. Good. And the only way they know how much you care is when you get outside those doors and you serve them in their environment. So whether it's a school or a business, today I left the campus, there was not a parking lot on the campus because all of Cobb County schools, there were four different groups of Cobb County school employees. They're doing their training today. Wow. Well, we have the space. So we're able to leverage our space and say, look, we we want to serve you, or it's going to grill at a school. Our goal is to make our community the best place it can be to live. And so that's that's our mission through community, is to serve our community until they ask why. Good, superb. And the percentage that you're doing that right now? Gosh. Well, I mean, here's the sad part. We're, we're not even denting it. You're not even close. Not even denting it. Right. No, 89% of people still in our general 5- to 10-mile radius still don't go to church. And and you've got some of America's greatest churches in this little pocket there. Right. And people don't go to church sure. because they don't know. So they need to meet these business leaders in the place that they live. Exactly. And it makes all the market. North Star reaches that level of differentiation, yeah. without a doubt, 100%, hands down. Yeah. Okay? And you're right. There are a ton of other related oh, all right, churches in the area. Are, that are reaching and doing special things. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm going to actually just reach out to say if you're you're having some difficult time, if you're having or or there's a want and a need out there. Okay, spiritually. Yeah. All right. Reach out. Absolutely. Reach out. Talk to somebody. That's I why we're there. I reach out. My, I realize myself that I can't do everything by on my own. That's right. Already. And once you take that next step in realizing that, well, I tell you, your doors now open. Yeah. And to understand that there are plenty out, plenty of people out there that really want to assist. They want to help. Man, you're so right, Rich. And I, I think we all have a fear that when we're going through a tough time that if we show up and we are, uh, we walk in that door, that we're going to go, well, everybody there has got it together. You and I can attest. <laughs> Nobody there has it together. Nobody has so it together. Yeah, exactly. come and fit in. If you have it together, stay out. We'll, right. we'll recommend you somewhere else. Because we're all trying to figure this thing out. Exactly. We're all at different places. We're all at different pockets. Right. But we're all trying to figure it out. 
you know, it's when we talk about in working and developing with like-minded people, you talk about your staff, mm-hmm. okay? Um, just amazing. Amazing. Amazing yeah. folks that want to reach out at all times. Yep. Um, let's give a plug for the staff. Absolutely. Let's talk, about, let's, talk, let's talk about your staff. Yeah. Man, we've got people. What's so neat is everybody, they're so different. We've got guys out of the construction world. We have former teachers. We have all these people that have assembled now as this team. Our goal as this team is to help guide people home. Right. We want to help people find their way home. Yeah. We believe home is that spiritual place that God has you. And so from student ministry to preschool ministry to college ministry to to groups to whatever the I mean we've got 35 employees. <laughs> All of them are laser beam focused on helping people find their way home. And we do it all kinds of different ways. So it's an amazing collection of people led by, uh, I've got a great guy named Daniel that coordinates our staff and pours into our staff. We do tons of leadership development because they're trying to be the best leaders we can be. And so we just hosted a John Maxwell Live to Lead event on Monday. Yeah, listening to John and Dave Ramsey and Cheryl Batchelder and all these other great leaders, Warwick Dunn. Because we want to be great leaders right. in the environment we've been put in. Because the better we can be, the better we can help people be the best they can be. You know that you're talking, Mike. It sounded like it was on a global scale. Yeah. You know, but now Ashley Northstar behind the scenes, all right, really breaks down to small group. It does. That's uh, right. Small group, in my opinion, okay, is a, a strong, entirely yep. strong foundational point for the church. Talk about your small group. Yeah, man. Well, we believe you don't have life change in rows. You have them in circles. Right. And that's something Andy said years ago, and I sure. totally agree with that. It, it, looking at the back of somebody's head on Sunday, I mean, I, I can enjoy it. And it'll lift. It's a lifter event. Right. But, man, a life change event is in the context of small groups. And so we have couples groups. We have men's groups. We have women's groups. You're, you and I are in an executive group executive together. Group, right, exactly. Most of the guys in there, they've done very well in life. Yes, exactly. But we're all trying to figure it out. <laughs> and so you, you hear guys open up and say, man, there was a time that I doubted. There was a time I wanted to quit when I went through this or when I went through that, when I lost my money and I had nothing. Right. And I go from developing neighborhoods to building building basements. Exactly. You know, my exactly. life changed, but I grew and I knew. And so these guys collectively, you know, there's there's a verse that says, "Is iron sharpens iron, so yeah. does the countenance of a friend. Exactly. But if we don't have that friend, we'll never be sharpened. Sure, exactly. So that's and, what groups do. And some of the strongest relationships and, and the group out there and some of the smaller groups, I'm involved in a couple of groups, and, and they're just, they're, it's, it's heartfelt, that's right. heart pouring out. All right. No set of no self predication, no self medication, and, and it's all self motivation. That's right. All right, to really move the heart, mind, body, soul, mm-hmm. and spirit, which is it was just dynamite out there. Thank you. Um, people, uh, Mike, we just got finished up with the the heart of prayer. Yeah. Okay. And in one of your giant size series out here. All righty. And the way North Star is set up to the point itself, we usually take about four weeks segments. Yep. Four to six weeks. And four to six weeks segments. Yep. We just finished up the heart of prayer. Already, how does that make a, ter- a direct impact on what North Star's journey, already, and the mission, and and what you're trying to accomplish for the church, already, of uh, the heart of prayer? Yeah. How big is that? Man, it's huge because we we can manufacture things on our own, mm-hmm. but without God putting His hand on it, 
it, it's just useless. Sure. And we believe, I, I believe we have a God that wants to answer prayer. I believe he has answers we don't ask for. Sure, exactly. Because we don't pray. We we are more dependent on ourselves than we are on the Lord. Right. And so that whole series was about reminding ourselves as a body, as a church, and reminding ourselves individually that, that we can go to God. He wants us right. to. He knows we don't understand. He knows we don't get it. But he wants us to lean on him. He wants us to trust him, and that's why we pray. Right. So it's it's foundational, and it is it is going to be the change event sure. that's going to get us where we need to go. I understand. Yeah. You know, we've often talked about, too, as well, is that individuals, unfortunately, sometimes get stuck in the vortex between pride and humility. Absolutely. You know, oh, that's man. That's a tough place oh, to man. be. That's a very tough, tough place to be. But I think it's just in my journey, my walk, your journey, your walk, all right, the journey and walk from the church. All right, I often say if you put your two fingers together, okay, barely touching, okay, we're about that close. Now spread them out far and wide yep. from being that far away. Yep, okay, that's right. And if we take a look and, and we're moving through our journey in the spiritual journey, all right, and just that and wanting to learn more mm-hmm. right, and diving in as much as we possibly can, it can only make us stronger at the end. That, there's no <laughs> doubt about it. Well, and most people go, well, I can't think about praying all the time. Right. Well, I never have a problem worrying. I worry all the time. And we say this all the time. Worries are just prayers we say to ourselves. (laughs) Exactly. They really are. I can't get an answer. I just like to feel good about worrying about it. Exactly. Well, God can't answer it. So take that worry, turn it into a prayer, and pass it on. Can't beat it. Yeah. Cannot beat it. Mike, for a call to action for our listeners and some of our viewers today, too, as well. All right. What's one thing that we can leave them with from a leadership standpoint? All right. Whether it's coming from you directly coming from the mission and the vision of the church, all right, and what you guys have set up and, and, and developed over the many years and what you're going to be doing forward all yeah. right, in the next, let's just say, 21 years. Yeah, absolutely. Okay? What is the one thing we can leave our listeners? I, I, I would say this. God's got a plan for you. Find that plan. Exactly. No matter where you are, find that plan. Reach out to me on Twitter. Reach out to us via phone, text, email. The biggest thing is God's got a plan for you. When you find that purpose... You find what you were created for. And when you find what you are created for, you find your why. And your why is what drives you. Can't beat it. Love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Love it. Hey, today we were talking with Mike Lynch, seen a pastor at North Star Church. Already host a podcast out there called Lynch with a Leader. Already. If you want to reach Mike on Twitter, it says at Mike Lynch dash Twitter. All right. You want to reach him by on the website for North Star Church is www.northstarchurch.org. Want to reach out to Mike directly. He'd love to hear from you. All right. www.mikelynch, that's M-I-K-E-L-I-N-C-H dot com. Or reach him out there, 770-420-9808. Mike. Our time is just about ended here today, okay? I've enjoyed every Thank minute. You, Rich. Thank you very I much for coming it, in. Already, I enjoyed everything we do here. Um, one last thing we want to leave for the listeners. Anything else? No, Let's man. Face. It's been fun, man. It's some very exhaustive <laughs> questions. Those are great, man. That was good. Hey, so thank you very much for joining us on that another fantastic show, richhartshow.com. And uh, if you want to reach out, reach us at any particular time or reach out to me at rich at richhart.com or just, hey, visit us at richhart.com. Thank you very much. Hey, we'll see you on the next show. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you again for joining us and our guests on The Rich Heart Show. Use the social media links here to share today's show and stay tuned for the next episode of The Rich Heart Show, brought to you in part by Rich Heart Global Incorporated and the EvaluCore Institute. For more information and to connect with the show host and sponsors, visit richheart.com or email us at rich at richheart.com.